Today, I want to talk about how to clean a room because that seems like a thing that folks with ADHD struggle with. So I'm going to walk you through some ideas, both for you as the adult who might be cleaning the living room or the kitchen or the family room, and for your kids who might be cleaning those rooms as well and may also be tackling their bedroom. Hello and welcome to ADHD Essentials, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brendan Mahan. I'm a former teacher and mental health clinician turned ADHD coach, trainer, and consultant. I can be reached at brendan at ADHDessentials.com. Here at ADHD Essentials, we help families develop the skills and knowledge needed to better manage attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Visit ADHDessentials.com for more details. What's up, team? The Executive Function Online Summit, or TFOS, starts Friday, August 20th and runs through Sunday, August 22nd. Take three days to completely immerse yourself in 23 strategies brought in by all new TFOS presenters, many of whom have appeared on this show. Learn how to help your child better navigate school and life through improved executive function. And, since I'm an old hand at TFOS, I'll be doing a bonus strategy on navigating transitions for those of you who decide to register for the all-access pass. The link to register for the free version or the all-access pass will be in the show notes. And speaking of events in August, in just a couple of days, on Tuesday, August 10th, there will be the monthly live Q&A with all of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network hosts. Eric Tivers of the flagship ADHD Rewired, myself of ADHD Essentials, of course, Will Curb of Hacking Your ADHD, MJ of ADHD Diversified, and Moira Maven of the ADHD Friendly Lifestyle. I highly recommend each of these shows, and it goes without saying that I also recommend attending the live Q&A. Go to ADHDrewired.com events for more details. Finally, our last event for August, registration for the fall session of the ADHD Essentials Parenting Groups opens on Monday, August 30th. Members will spend eight weeks gaining valuable skills and strategies to improve family communication and connection, learn ways to better manage anxiety at home, and better tackle the reopening of school. Go to ADHDessentials.com slash parentgroups for more details. Links to everything I just mentioned will be in the show notes. Welcome to the show. Today, I want to talk about how to clean a room, because that seems like a thing that folks with ADHD struggle with, so I'm going to walk you through some ideas, both for you as the adult who might be cleaning the living room or the kitchen or the family room, and for your kids who might be cleaning those rooms as well and may also be tackling their bedroom. I've even used some of these strategies to help my clients dig out of totally overfull offices. So, the first thing I want you to do is schedule a time to clean that room. Don't just panic clean. That never goes well. It usually leads to items being shoved into a different room rather than being navigated effectively. Maybe you want to invite some people over to help you motivate yourself and give you a deadline, or maybe they'll come over and help. That's okay too. First, grab five boxes. And you're going to label them in this way. One box is for stuff you're going to keep in the room. 
That box might wind up leaving the room in the course of you cleaning out the room, but you want to make sure you have a place to put the things that are going to go back into the room. Then you want a box for things that are going to go into storage. Another box for things you want to donate. A fourth box for things you're going to throw out. And a final box for items that you will figure out later. These might be items that are going to go into a different room. These might be items that you're not sure if you want to chuck them or donate them. Regardless, we ADHD folks can get stuck in that mode of, I don't know what to do with this. If you have a box to put those things in, you can more effectively get out of that analysis paralysis and that indecisive moment. If the space you have is totally overwhelming and a complete train wreck, this is how I recommend clearing it out. Look at a piece of the room. Might be the room as a whole, might be a corner of the room, might be the desk, I don't know. And just say, what is the job of this space? Then, go through the items in that area, and if they don't fulfill the job of that space, they go into one of the boxes. Full stop. A lot of the time what happens when we clean an area is we pick up the item and we go, what is the job of this item? What should I do with this item? Where does this thing go? That's a lot of decisions. That's a lot of analyzing, and it takes forever, and it's overwhelming. It slows things down a lot. But thinking, what is the job of this space, and does this item fulfill that job, helps this process go a lot faster. So the first question I want you to ask yourself is, what is the job of this space? And then follow that up with, do these items do that job? If they don't, they go in a box. So that's my strategy for the overwhelming office space, right? Or the overwhelming, I don't know, living room for all I care. COVID's hit a lot of us in really strange ways. It's a way to clear out the clutter. Another strategy that I want to provide to you, this is for when your kids are cleaning their room, right? When you're trying to help your kids get their stuff done. Give them a timer and a clipboard. Set the timer so it's going to go off every 15 minutes or so. And the clipboard has a T-chart. All the T-chart says is on task in one side. The other side says off task. You ask your kids, every time the alarm goes off, all I want you to do is put a check mark next to on task or off task. This is not to get you in trouble. This is not a gotcha. This is just to give us some feedback on whether or not you're on task with cleaning the room or if you are maybe not so much on task. And when that alarm goes off and they make that check mark, it's going to redirect them to get back on task if they're not. And just having that level of accountability, even though it's self-imposed, will help them stay on task. I've used this strategy with my kids on several occasions, and it always works. They get their room cleaned in about half the time when I remember to use it. Going back to us, and maybe our kids. Let's redefine clean. Clean doesn't have to mean the neurotypical definition of clean, which typically is, you can't see anything. Right? The clothes are all in a drawer or hung in a closet. Stuff is put away in cupboards. That's not realistic. That isn't how life works. And especially not for ADHD folks. We need to be able to see things to remember that they exist. So you might want to redefine clean. Maybe clean doesn't mean that you can't see anything. Maybe clean means that your coat is on the back of your chair instead of hung up in a closet. 
Maybe clean means that your jeans are folded up on a chair in your bedroom, not hung in the closet or put away inside a drawer somewhere where they can't be seen. Maybe clean means there's a bowl of fruit on the table and there's cereal boxes on the countertop or on top of the fridge instead of everything being squirreled away. So find out what your most necessary items are. These might be things that are important. Maybe you're trying to go on a diet and you need to have the healthier food easier to find. Or maybe it's just stuff you eat a lot, right? Maybe you're a big fan of Cheerios. And so putting the Cheerios on the counter is a good choice because it's easier to get to them. I don't know. But redefine clean. Figure out what clean means for your ADHD-friendly lifestyle at home. And make those appropriate adjustments. Once things are clean, start taking pictures. This is a strategy I often give to parents to help get their kids' rooms clean, but it really can work for any room. When I talk to parents about it, I say, and I like to do this in front of their kids, clean their room to your specification. If they're young kids, just clean it. If they're older, sort of young adolescents, teenagers type stuff, those ages, don't just barge into the room and clean it. Give them a heads up that this is going to happen so they can move their stuff around as appropriate, right? But then clean their room to your specifications or have them clean it to their specifications and then negotiate. I don't care. Once it's clean, take pictures. Take a picture of each wall from the middle of the room, maybe a little bit further back. Take a picture of the top of the desk. Take a picture of the closet. Take a picture of the top of a bureau whatever makes sense. And then give them those pictures. You probably want to keep copies for yourself as well. But give your kids those pictures and then you just say, make it look like the picture. And now they have a map to follow so it's easier for them to clean. They have a better understanding of where things go and what the room should look like when they're done cleaning. Now, as I said, I usually use this as a bedroom cleaning strategy, but there's no reason that you couldn't use this for cabinets or living rooms, or the dining room table. And you can even post those pictures if you want. You can have those pictures up in the corner of their desk so they have a model to match. You can have those pictures hung on the wall for all I care. Maybe it's behind a poster or something so that their friends don't see it and make fun of them. But you can hang those pictures wherever is appropriate so those maps are easy to access. If you decide to take a picture of your cabinets, you could even put that picture right inside the door. So you open up the cabinet, there's a picture of what the cabinet should look like, and now you're looking at the cabinet to get an idea of whether or not it's matching things correctly. Once the room is clean, take some steps that will facilitate cleanliness. Things that will make it easier. In my house, we have multiple brooms and multiple dustpans because I found that when the broom wandered down to the basement because we were sweeping downstairs and then I wanted to sweep the kitchen floor, uh, sometimes I maybe wouldn't sweep the kitchen floor because I couldn't find the broom or it wasn't immediately available and I just didn't. If you have multiple versions of those tools and they're in the rooms where you might need them, you're more likely to clean impulsively, which is a good ADHD-friendly strategy. You might also hang hooks on the wall. If you've got a kid that just doesn't use their closet like you wish that they would, it might be because the closet hides their clothes. 
and they're more visually oriented because they have ADHD. So putting some command hooks on the wall makes that easier. Now they can just hang their clothes on the wall. That's how my bedroom works. I have five hooks in my bedroom where I hang stuff. I've got belts on one, I have sweatshirts on another, I have my karate uniform on a third, and the other two have sort of nicer button-up shirts that I may need. That makes it a lot easier for me to access the things that I want or need, and it makes me think of them more readily, because they're right there where I can see them. You might also get bins, shelves, or containers to put things in. If the desk is a train wreck with pencils all over it, get a mug and put those pencils in the mug. Or, if the problem is that you can never find a pencil, get a mug and put pencils in that mug. If there's paper everywhere, maybe you get some shelves to put those papers on so that they're still accessible. Or, get a milk crate that can hold hanging files and put those hanging files in it. Now there's a place for those papers to go, and it's easier than a filing cabinet, because filing cabinets close, and then those pages disappear, and those hanging files disappear, and we just put new pieces of paper on top of the filing cabinet instead of inside of it. So get a hanging file that doesn't shut, and we're more likely to use it and put our papers where we need them to be. Determine the small steps that are going to help maintain cleanliness. Some of that is those facilitation ideas that I just shared, but also, as you're navigating the space later, take a look at the areas that are falling apart early. Figure out, how can I make this better? Maybe it's a command hook, maybe it's a shelf. But be paying attention to what areas of the room fall apart fastest and figure out how you can shore up whatever that problem is. And related to that idea, another really good step to maintain cleanliness is to schedule time to maintain the cleanliness. So schedule a time to do larger, more wholesale cleaning at least once a week, where you're going back into that room and you're doing stuff and you're making things cleaner. And of course, make sure that you're taking the small maintenance steps to keep an area clean before you leave that space. So your kids take their shoes off and they kind of fling them everywhere and you train them. Nah, you take your shoes off and then they go in this cubby or on this rug or whatever makes sense. You're leaving your office after a day of work. Rearrange those papers. Put those pencils back in that mug. Make sure you're doing the small maintenance strategies every time you leave that space. Because if you don't, it's going to get harder and harder to maintain that cleanliness because the piles and the clutter and the mess is going to build and build and build. And then you're definitely going to need that larger wholesale cleaning moment later on in the week. And finally, forgive yourself when things get out of hand again. Because you have ADHD and your room is going to get messy. I know, I'm standing in my office right now. Guys, it's kind of a train wreck. My office makes me sad. It is hard for me to come in here and work with clients because I really need to clean it out. I just haven't had enough time because it's cluttered to the point where it's going to take a whole day of me cleaning this bad boy to even pretend that it is better. And I just haven't had that whole day. Luckily, the kids go back to school soon. And then I'm going to have that whole day. It's my first job when they go back to school. But every day I come in here and I forgive myself. I kind of say, like, of course it's a mess. Right? You've done a pretty good job during COVID of navigating most of the clutter. You've cleaned up the vast majority of the clutter that did get collected during COVID because no one was coming over to your house to see anything. But this office is sad. 
This office is certainly a pain point for me. It's certainly a place where I've got a wall of awful going on and I've got my own shame. But that doesn't mean I can't clean it. That doesn't mean I can't tackle it. It just means I have to know when. And every time I try to clean it, when I don't have a whole day to do it, it kind of makes me feel worse. Because it's just gotten to that level. Most of it is empty cardboard boxes, too. So, figure that one out. So that said, be forgiving of yourself. Accept that you have ADHD. Accept that you are doing your best and you are maintaining in the areas that you can maintain. That might not be cleaning the room today. That might be mowing your lawn or maintaining friendships or maybe you're maintaining a job or you're maintaining a healthy family. Maintain the things that you can maintain at the times that you can maintain them. Is one of those things a room or your house? Absolutely. Definitely you should take some time to do some cleaning. Most of it can be done in like 15 minutes. So take that time. Do that 15 minutes of cleaning. Make a dent in it. I think I'm going to take my own advice and take 15 minutes and clean some small amount of this office so that when I have that day to do it on September 1st, I'll have a little less to do. Have a good day. Hey, you're still here. Nice. Thanks for staying focused all the way through. If you have any thoughts or questions about today's episode, feel free to email me at brendan at adhdessentials.com. And don't forget to check out the website, adhdessentials.com, and visit our Facebook community. I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. In the meantime, keep focusing on improvement over perfection. 10% better is all you need.